0: One and all to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, folks. I am your King of Extreme. And let me just make Welcome yes, you are getting every beautiful sound that are my voice. I am your King of Extreme, Phil KOE, the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that makes the other podcast cower, the prince and potentate of the political parlance, the lord of the Scottish Highlands, and one damn handsome man. You can find me at KOE Nation on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch. Oh, that beautiful mug just center front and center. Folks, we are here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast to give our review of Double or Nothing, folks, and I am joined once again by my indomitable broadcast partner, the one, the only, the 12-time champion Tony
1: fucking G. Like, share, subscribe, and yes, Phil, we are here to review AEW, double or nothing, and here are the results.
0: Now, Tony, you said the 12-time champion. Are you the reigning defending champion, or? I'm not, Phil. I'm not. I'm oh. not. I'm not. Okay, so did you lose the championship? I did. So, I, I did. now, I did not win the championship. Did no. um, a certain rapscallion ne'er do well, Chicken? He
1: did, and he's in the kitchen if you go grab him. Quickly. Um, yes, yes. I, I was unable to successfully defend my championship tonight. Uh, Chicken did find his way in, and I think it's really only fair to present him with the belt in person. I'd, I'd feel bad if I didn't. So, Chicken, congratulations. You earned it. There you yes, go, sir.
0: This um 10-pound bag of boneless chicken breasts. There, there you go. Yes. Which... Very, very well done. Um you you carry this strap
1: with honor. Um I
0: will, Tony.
1: Okay. And I, I
0: will see. Bill KOE and Tony G are way better champions than me.
1: That's very humble of you, chick. I, I'm i shocked that you're so humble in victory.
0: I'm gonna lose this b- a week from now in hell in a cell. Now
1: hold on, hold on. Look. I I
0: got no chance against that just man mountain of masculinity, Phil Koe. And you know Tony G, you're cool too.
1: Well, uh, that's very nice of you to say, but uh, uh, you thank know, you, thank you. Jimmy. Don't don't count your chickens <laughs> before they hatch. Hey. I mean, like we've got a week to go before hell in a cell. You could hold on to it, maybe
0: all right well i'm gonna go take this belt go cry now because i'll never be as cool as phil carey and tony g
1: that's understandable but congratulations yes i mean very very well done bravo
0: i'm gonna go put this back in the freezer because you you gotta take like a mortgage out on your house to get one of these in this economy
1: that's true uh yeah meats, meats, nothing to sneeze at folks um Yes, this is the AEW Review Results and Recap and Star Rating Show. Let everybody wander into the various platforms that you are wandering in. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, DLive, all of those fun things. We've got the results right here. I'm going to, you know, yeah, let's drink some whiskey because this was rough. Um, Tell me when. It's
0: Makers 101.
1: That's good. good. Yeah, 101's good.
0: All right. So we got some more reviews tonight, so I'm going to go a little late. Fair enough. So, folks,
1: first and foremost on the pre-show, what the fuck was that? Hookhausen. Very nice. Very evil. Shush. No, don't. Don't do that. Hookhausen. Hook and Danhausen defeat Mark Sterling and Tony Neese. This was dog shit. This was stupid. I'm glad it was on the pre-show. I'm Um, glad
0: Tony Nese found work.
1: Hook had so much potential. (laughs) The crowd was behind him, so let's saddle him with the fucking mascot great
0: Danhausen's one of the most over things in wrestling right now I don't give a
1: flying shit hook could have won the match but no one said tags in Danhausen to get the foot pin one two three uh yeah I gave it uh, two actually in in retrospect I was only gonna give it one and a half but some of the other things on this show happened and then I decided no nah, you know what that was better um Phil your thoughts on Dan Housen while I share the stream
0: very nice.
1: Very evil. Why are you uh, so obsessed with this guy? I, I don't get it. He's
0: just fucking awesome. Like he's like a hyper parody dash honoring of everything that wrestling is. Like I, I don't know how. That's else to putting it.
1: it nicely, and I gotta disagree. I think he's that
0: and Tony. He's very nice. Very evil. He needs money for blimps, and he needs your teeth.
1: Good God. Um, yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a big. Fanhausen of Danhausen myself. Oh, you're not so, part of the uh,
0: Fanhausen Danhausen? Yeah, club? not
1: exactly, no. So,
0: I, you know. I actually am a part of the Facebook group of uh, Dan Fanhausens. So, uh, but yeah, I. Big I, fan of Hook. Would have loved to see more Hook. Oh. But no. More Dan. Yeah, Hook's got a great look. Um, like, he's a pretty damn handsome kid. So, I think he's going to be talented. able to. He's talented. He's got the looks. He's got the physique. He's got the ability. Now they're just trying to give Danhausen some rub before they make the greatest tag team of all time, Darby Housen.
1: Okay, where moving on. Dan along. Housen and
0: Darby Allen, with Sting being their like manager, like oh, fabulous Freebirds, no. uh triple tag team.
1: None of that. The None greatest that. Th- Tony's like, just stop. None Shh. of that. Okay, so we're finally there. We're finally make finished. it
0: happen, Tony Khan.
1: We're finally there. <laughs> the actual start of the pay-per-view. Folks, this thing started way fucking late. I thought this thing was going to kick off at 6. No, the pre-show didn't start till like 6. Uh, actual event at 7. It's almost midnight this thing concludes. Holy crap. But we got a great match to start things off. We got MJF versus Wardlow to start the show. Holy crap. This was perfect. This was brilliant. I loved everything about this. There was nothing I would have changed about this. I was shocked to see this open the show. But it was so well done mjf comes out course of booze all weekend long the last several months he's been playing with everybody's emotion is he is he gonna leave is he hell is he even gonna be there tonight and he did this so masterfully it was beautiful
0: okay darby house and then he's the first thing
1: that you see when the pay-per-view actually starts it was brilliant he comes out nervous wardlow in the detaining cell when people act ruly in the arena, they have to bring him out two sets of handcuffs because he broke one on dynamite. Like everything about this was perfect. Everything he did to try to get away, rolling out of the ring like multiple times before the match can even get going, Uh, feigning an injury and then rolling over, getting the ring out, showing the camera ah, and both the ref and Wardlow just standing there behind him. Like, really? It was amazing. He just, the ref takes the ring off. He picks MJF. It was just so beautiful. Everything about this. And then the inevitable, the crescendos, the symphony of power bombs, 10 in total. Oh, it was beautiful. This thing was amazing. This was professional wrestling at its purest, at its highest quality, loved everything about it, and the right guy won, unfortunately, because MJF should win almost every other match he's in, four stars loved it
0: i gotta agree with everything you just said right there i can't disagree with anything
1: no you can't all right moving right along to number two i thought this was actually going to open the show but uh you'll soon see why it didn't the Hardys versus the bucks not the hardy boys versus the young bucks because well let's face it they're not boys and they're they're not young yeah. Yeah. So Hardys versus Bucks will be appropriate.
0: I, yeah, I was about to say the boys and the y- the young boys. Yeah, you can't call them that anymore. No. Um, no. This was uh, this this
1: honestly surprised me a little bit. Um, I thought this was going to be a story of the Bucks being, oh, we're so much younger and faster, and they tried to tell that a little bit, but. For the most part, this was pretty well what you've expected from the Hardys at late in their tenure as a tag team and what they've been doing since they've gotten to AEW. They kind of told that story early on, and then I thought, okay, now it's going in the Bucks' favor. Then you'll see a Hardy come back. Then you see a Bucks win at the end. They, they teased that a little bit, and they kind of went back and forth. They made me think maybe the Bucs are going to let the Hardys win this. Oh, no, okay, now the Bucs are going to clearly win this. And then they started getting the fucky stuff involved, doing swantons to the outside on the ring steps. I'm like, oh, God. But no, uh, shockingly, we had the Bucks, you and I did, that son of a bitch poultry bastard himself, chicken head, the Hardys. And the Hardys do get the W here. Uh, the Bucks did put that, them over, but. That is
0: what put chicken ahead.
1: Yeah, that, that definitely sealed it for him. But uh, I was shocked. I, you know, because they show at the beginning that this was a 4 2 series. Now it's 5-2. So you got to assume that giving the Hardys, and there there was nothing wrong with this match. I actually didn't hate it, and it's the Bucks, so I could have. I gave it three. You know, nothing wrong with it. Definitely wouldn't have changed anything the way they did it. But if they win this match, the Hardys, that is, they win this match, I'm assuming there's going to be a rematch within a calendar year. Maybe not this year, but within a calendar year. I think you're going to see the Hardys probably in contention for the tag titles. That's where they're going with this. And maybe they win them. And by the time they have the rematch, maybe that's how the Young Bucks get their win back by also getting the tag belts back. I could see something like that. But no, this match didn't offend me. So kudos to the Bucks for that.
0: Okay. Um, What'd you give it? I gave it three. Uh, you know, this entertained me a little more, so I'm gonna give it three, two, five.
1: Okay, that's fire. Um, third match on the card, the TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. Oh boy, this was dog shit. This was terrible. This was probably the worst match of the night. Um, actually, I had a one and a half on that Hook housing match. Until this match happened. I mean, you know, that's not fair. I gotta give it to now because this was a one-star match. This was so freaking bad. Um, and these gals have faced each other before. So there's no excuse for this. Jade Cargo was so many steps off, and usually, like, I, I understand she's still green. She's still green, she looks great, her promos are great, like she she's got the package, right? In in ring, she's got some work to do in most aspects. Tonight, she had a ton of fucking work to do, so many steps off. But Anna Jay, wow, you you met her step for step on being steps off. Not only that, but your facial selling, one of the worst I've ever seen. Your body language is terrible. Your facial selling is terrible. When we finally mercifully got to the finish, which was a botch and a half, oh, God, it was so bad she's trying to lift her up with their finisher and the ring and they're doing it from the top and the middle row, but Oh, it's going to be this bit. And it was terrible. The whole time, Anna Jay can't get in position and her facial selling is this.
0: So now Tony, Tony, I gotta say you're giving it one, one star, one okay. star. It was terrible. Uh, Jade
1: Cargill retains.
0: Um, wow. I'm going to say, um, awful. Jade Cargill is looking fine. She did. So so did Dan Jane. One and a half stars.
1: One and a half.
0: All right. Well, that's amazing. So then we get
1: uh, whoever the fuck Stokely is.
0: Stokely. Uh, we hardly knew. You. We
1: haven't seen him since 2017. I think is what J.R. Shivani said. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know who Stokely is. I don't care. And then we got uh, a returning Ember Moon, uh, Athena, something or other. I don't know. Who cares? This.
0: Yeah, her thing was, like, it's Athena and then something else, like, Greek or Roman-based. Like a-
1: the Fallen Goddess, Athena something or other. Like th- We're just doing debuts to do debuts now, I guess, and it means nothing. This meant nothing. I'm sorry. Everybody popped for it. This meant nothing. Do something with it, if you want me to care. Jesus. So bad. So bad. Uh, everything about that match dog shit one star moving right along the fourth match on the card the trios match that i'll be honest i just could not get invested in at all the house of black versus the death triangle and they tried boy did they try the the entrances over the top the house of black looks like a freaking uh a stone age zombie movie and the death triangle with the lucha masks and the little kid and the the man everything
0: yeah just over the top House of Black is what Vince McMahon had in his mind and what he tried to sell the Viking experience on and what they were going to do. It's like, oh, you're going to be like old age Vikings. It's going to be great and stuff. And then they thought, it's like, well, it's going to be like House of Black is what Vince told us we were going to do. The Viking experience is what John Laurinaitis and Bruce Pritchard yeah. stuck us with.
1: Yeah, House of Black was supposed to be what Edge is doing, and then they saw Edge doing it better, and they went, okay, we got to get this really, really over the top now and turn this into a a sci-fi movie. And that's what they're doing. So anyway, the match, uh, honestly, again, I could not get invested, and it sucks because I like Pac a lot. I love Buddy Murphy. Black is so good. Those fucking spinning kicks to the face are so on point. And he hit three that were just out of this world Phenomenal. I like Phoenix, but I swear to god, if I have to hear Excalibur say Ray Phoenix again, I'm going to dive through the screen and slap the bejesus out of this man. Holy God, you don't have to be quirky and special about every pronunciation and move calling you have to do, do you? the Excalibur, Ray Phoenix! Really? Shut the fuck up. Anyway, like a lot of the guys in this match, could not get invested this at all. The ending did see, again, several of those beautiful spinning boots. Oh, good and God. And Brody King, you never, ever, ever, ever do that again. Diving over the top rope, whatever the fuck that was, and nearly uh, breaking your neck on that ring apron. No. Some big guys can do it. You shouldn't do it. No. Don't ever do that again. Anyway, you're about to see Death Trail pick up the win when, uh, oh, big shocker. There's a blackout. The lights go out. And there, no shocker, Julia Hart. We've only been teasing this for the better part of a year. Now she's in the ring. No eye, the eye makeups in full gear. There's no patch. Now she spits in the face of Pack, who gets missed it again. One, two, three, whatever. Fuck, I don't care. Uh, this, it was okay. It was okay. What'd you give it? Two. I could go two and a quarter. It, it wasn't as bad I, as I expected. I went
0: two and a quarter because I don't, I wasn't nearly as turned off as you were by it. I just but, couldn't get invested. I'd like to see honestly, so much. these it, guys could it me was, these matches. It was a bathroom break. Yeah. Hey, say it, you're in a dead spot. Give
1: me Pack versus Phoenix. Give me uh fucking give me Black versus Murphy. Give me that. Give me Black versus Murphy. Because they were doing some of the finest work in WWE. And that's why they split them up. Because they were outworking everybody. Get them out of the stable, put them against each other. Great matches. That's at rinse repeat. It's not hard. Booker Isn't, of the year, Tony Khan.
0: I was about to say, like, uh, cause they do like Memorial Day and Labor, Labor Day, Day big yeah. events. And then the week after is kind of when all the talent wants off. Let Pack and Murphy just fucking main event those shows. Yeah, there you go. Get, give them just 40 minutes to just do whatever they want. Yeah, it's that simple. Uh, it's not hard. It, there you go. Good matches over goofy
1: campy shit, which was all over this match. Moving right along. The finals of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, the men's, Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Uh, You know, these guys have a history. Uh, They know each other in and out. You know, they had a pretty good match, honestly. They
0: Samoa pretty dirty here.
1: They did. Uh, Honestly, they had a good flow here. Uh, Adam Cole didn't do anything like to offend me. Like, okay, you're looking at these guys side by side. You'd have to split me in half next to Phil to make it look like what Joe and Cole did. Like it just doesn't like the visuals not there. So it's not like Cole was going to be doing here.
0: Turn, turn sideways. Now turn your head. There. Yeah. That's like,
1: (laughs) no, I've still got a bigger chest than Adam Cole.
0: Well, but no, I'm just saying your your spine is pretty. Oh, wow. Is probably pretty close to his actual shoulder length. Yeah. So
1: the visual's there, but, like, they didn't do anything that offended me because of the visual. Like, they had their match that they've had multiple times over, and this worked. Uh, Cole tried to stay away from him, tried to do fast, big, you know, high fly type moves to subdue Joe, and Joe was perfect in his—he like, was on point. He's been on point. He's had runs in WWE where not so much. But this one, since he's been in AEW, he's been on point. And this was another example that locked in everything, got all his moves in. And then uh, Bobby Fish shows up, distracts a couple of times. But nothing like egregious that he couldn't overcome. And then Cole kind of just hits his finish back of the head. One, two, three. Flat back. No nut shot. Flat back. One, two, three. Cole wins. Yeah,
0: they did Samoa. because, like, uh, like, Weird. Granted, I get they're trying to get Cole over, but here's the thing. Samoa Joe was a big monster. He was a big guy for Brock. He was a big yeah. guy for Roman. Yeah. And uh, I hate to say this, but Adam Cole just always reminds me of, oh, my fucking God, can wrestlers get any smaller? Like, I mean, like it's hard to get past like i'm like if 205 live was still a thing that's where he would have gone like as much as i can say and also i remember when tony and i were actually there live one time uh first of all at that event mustafa ali and buddy murphy stole the show um but also we were joking with each other like hey 205 live aka the other reason cm punk isn't coming back and tony goes because this would be the show he'd be on yeah yeah vince would do that just to fuck with him
1: True. We need you to get this one over, pal. Yeah. Oh god. Two oh five live. We kind of knew you
0: Bruce Pritchard you know. button uh, CM Punk, we want to make you a septic tank repairman to give you personality. Yeah.
1: So I didn't hate this match. I gave it three. Um I thought they they could have gone longer and it would have been better. And the finish
0: it just it fell a little flat for me. So yeah, I gave it three. Oh two seven five. They just yeah. they did Joe too dirty. I'm sorry. And
1: going immediately after that, we go to the women's final of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Ruby Soho against Brett Baker DMD. And I'll be honest, um, like they've had matches in the past and Ruby always came up short. So that's why I'm like, obviously, Ruby's got to get the win here. Uh, this wasn't terrible. It, it didn't like blow me away, though. I thought, OK, they're going to take everything that they've done in the past in matches and they're going to double it here and it's going to be this big blowout match. It was just kind of another one of their matches. Uh, Nothing like stuck out. And it it felt off. It felt off kind of like the finish of the Joe Cole match. This one, uh, Baker doesn't like cheat, cheat. Like she's doing some of her Baker stuff, but like she's not going out of her way to be dastardly. And then, yeah, she kind of gets a surprise win at the end. Felt off like another
0: flat finish, but good match. I gave this one three as well. Two and a half. It was just serviceable.
1: Dirt. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but then it clicked. Then it fucking clicked. Why these matches both fell flat in the finish. Because even though they're both heels, but they're husband and wife, and this is the Owen Hart Foundation tournament, we had to get the feel-good moment. Both of them go to the, the top of the... husband and wife win. Both of them go to the top ah. of the ramp and stand there gleefully in their wins and here comes tony Hooray. Khan with martha Hart wearing basically a kentucky derby style wedding dress this was weird and here's martha and she's giving a, a heartfelt speech about how proud of everybody she was and how much owen would have liked owen probably would not have liked this tournament i'll be like just i'll be blunt he would have laughed at half of this tournament, these tournaments. There's two of them. Um, like, Jesus. And they just and they just had the balls to do Darby and, and Jeff Hardy falling off ladders in the Owen Hart tournament. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, Owen would have been so proud. She's biting your lip like, how do I get through this speech? Nevertheless, thank you for being here, Martha. Thank you for letting Owen Hart's image be used on wrestling again. I, I will give you that not how i would have done it but not my place to dictate so uh kudos to martha kudos to cole kudos to baker uh you know what not terrible matches by any means just not what i was expecting so the finishes were almost honest but they did fall a little flat for me so eh. and then they got belts
0: hooray
1: that you'll never see again They'll be hanging up next to Braun Strowman in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I was about to Greatest say, Royal like Rumble. I was just yeah. thinking
0: of that belt exactly. I was trying mm-hmm. to think of a way to get a joke in about that, yeah. and then, well done, well done.
1: Moving along, <laughs> Jesus match eight total. Jesus, the mixed tag match because we needed one of those. We didn't have enough multi-person matches before. Uh, Paige Van Zant versus Ty Conte. Well, that's what it Ty- should have been.
0: Con-ty. So Ty
1: Conte. Ty- Samu to- Guevara and Frankie Kazarian versus Paige VanZant, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page. There, I got everybody
0: involved. Tarcon, okay. this match went too long.
1: It did, Um
0: like a week old oh.
1: Okay, <laughs> thanks, Phil. Uh, moving along <coughs> to the match now. Ugh. So uh, yeah, this uh, this had the class. You've got two guys and one girl on each side, so the tagging in and out because yeah, okay, now the girl's entering, now the guy's entering. So it just it the flow is impossible here. It, it just it couldn't get in the right rhythm. It was impossible. But when you finally got Ty Conte and Paige VanZant, like, okay, this is what I actually wanted to see. Believe it or not, even though Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian stole the show with their spots, well, yeah. move wise, go it. We figure. were like,
0: "Oh, what a shock!" Two guys have been working t- together for more than a decade. I'm out there making sweet, beautiful yeah. music, like. And
1: Ethan Page has got a ton of talent, but Sammy Guevara's timing. The guy's got the timing of a of a twenty year vet. He really, really does. He's yeah, got spot when on he timing. hit
0: Ty Conte with the super kick. I was just like that was, was too well-timed like that yeah. was like that was so well-timed for a half second i almost believed it was actually accidental yeah which was well done
1: the spot that they did flub on a little bit was where uh, she was supposed to fall on his crotch in the corner i'm like ah, okay i can kind of forgive that because that's uncomfortable no matter how you do it but the, yeah the super kick by missing that was beautiful uh Kazarian doesn't want to get involved on the three versus three in the ring, but then he gets back in the match anyway. That didn't make any sense. And then Ty Conte chews him out. And then yeah, the super kick, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, Paige Van Zandt and her boys win this one. It was fine. It was fine. I don't for mixed tag and two guys and one girl. It was just a weird combination and a flow. So I'll give it two seven five. It didn't offend me, but it didn't. It didn't rewrite the the books by any means in, in terms of tag or mixed tag. And two and a half
0: is right in the middle there, and only Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky made it more than a, like one seven five.
1: Did I say two seven five? Yeah. I'm gonna give it three just based on all the camera shots that got Ty Conte's ass in the in the frame. So I'll give you that. that okay, three. Okay. There fair you enough. go. Uh, moving along. Eighth match on the card. We're getting there, folks. I freaking promise. Uh, Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly had a match uh, last minute added, and this was good. It was good. It just it Bleacher ended. Report app sucks, and their website sucks. And halfway through, we had to refresh, so we missed a good chunk of the seventy percent portion of the match. It
0: ended with a flying knee to the back.
1: Yeah, the flow was really good. These very, guys gelled well, and then ultimate
0: warrior finish. Where yeah, drop something on your back, and it was like, Yeah, it was not the finish I expected. Hmm. I didn't, it, I
1: we thought Darby would win, surely. And then Kyle O'Reilly wins with a flying knee drop to
0: the back. So, apparently, yeah, Tony Khan promised Undisputed Era we're going to give you a couple of wins on pay per view, yeah, guaranteed. If you come, I don't know, this, this didn't hit home. I, it was fine, it was, I, I'd give it
1: three. It was fine. I'm going to agree. You're hearing this a lot, though. It was fine. It was okay. It was fine. It was all right. Now, I want everybody to go back. blow me away, honestly. I want everybody to go back and listen to a review of any of the WWE shows this year. The build has been absolute terrible for pretty much anything WWE has done in building a pay-per-view, promoting a pay-per-view. Pretty
0: much sets the Thunderdome.
1: But (sighs) this year specifically, after we watched the show, we're like, holy shit. These matches were fantastic. They were so much better than the build, and they were way better than they deserved to be. Meanwhile, AEW's build for a lot of these matches has actually been pretty damn good, and now the matches, all right. All right. It was all right. So, the fuck's going on here? Um, anywho, let's move along. Uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, congrats. You got a big win on pay-per-view. Right. Knee
0: drop to the back. Knee, knee drop, yeah.
1: Uh, Everyone
0: was kind of shocked, like, that's his finish now?
1: Yeah. Now <laughs> we go to the women's title match, not to be confused with the TBS title, the actual Women's World Championship. God. Yeah.
0: Like, because God forbid there's just one fucking champion somewhere.
1: We're getting there. Thunder Rosa defends against Serena Deep. I uh, could not get into this at all. Really disappointed. Uh, I really thought this was going to be like a clinic on women's wrestling. I don't know what it was. I really don't know what it was like. They did fine. Stop me if you've heard this one before. It was fine. It just didn't click the way I yeah, wanted it Thunder to
0: click. Yeah, Thunder Rosa, like she was trying to push the... She was carrying this one for a while. Serena Deeb then stepped up towards the end. But I feel like Thunder Rosa was kind of carrying the match for the first half of it. Yeah, and then, but
1: then there was a spot where I felt like Thunder Rosa was kind of just like phoning it in. And Serena Deeb tried to step up, but it just didn't stick. Well, there
0: was know. one point where like Thunder Rosa's shoulders were down and Serena Deeb yeah. literally had an ankle pick to bring her over to keep yeah. the segment going. Which is one of those where you're saying like, yeah, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels wouldn't have found themselves in that no. situation because... That's somebody that could actually like you know go into business for themselves there for a second. So. Yeah, I, I
1: don't know for whatever reason I didn't love it like I thought I was gonna love it. Uh, I gave it uh,
0: three, two and a half, serviceable.
1: Okay, okay, you're right. Two seven five. I'm sorry, I just didn't love That's it. That's the power of persuasion, folks. So no, I was trying to be nice. You're right. Okay, sorry, just not what I wanted. Not what I want. I don't even want to see a rematch. No now
0: thunder rosa would be much better used up against almost anybody on the roster
1: yeah well
0: now it's time is it the tupelo concession Fuck stand you. Ball we're not calling ball? it a fucking tupelo that's cons- the only thing we saw we saw fucking basically okay you know how like hollywood does like the big remakes where's like they remade transformers they, rem- they 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 did a remake of yeah, sonic the hedgehog yeah. that's what we saw this was like AEW remake of the Tupelo concession stand brawl.
1: This was this was fucking awful. I can't even pretend to have any redeeming qualities about this fucking thing. The Jericho Appreciation Society. Let me rattle this off. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Daniel Garcia, and 2.0 versus Brian Danielson, John Moxley. Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. And holy God, is that a mouthful? Well, so is this fucking match. This was basically the match that Phil and I would have done at 16 if we had a budget. And guess what? We've used that exact metaphor before on this show when describing AEW. And I'm betting it's probably been used when either Eddie Kingston or, or Chris John Jericho, Moxley. or John Moxley, or all three were involved in it.
0: I was going to say, I would almost guarantee John Moxley had something to do with it.
1: This was terrible. I hated this from the get-go. Like, I'll argue that it wasn't redeeming, but I know you loved it they start brawling and there's five different spots you can't follow the cameraman can't follow it the producers can't follow it at least somebody in the truck with the replay like okay shit we missed that i guess show them in the other window now they're just and they're just everybody just brawl fighting it's not like it's good then finally and the music's still playing and then jericho and moxley are over by the fucking audio booth and
0: jericho pulls the audio thing and shuts down mox's music i loved it i I, hate to say i loved it it was
1: almost witty like i'll
0: I'll never forget i i think it was when we were watching uh the stadium stampede match and you went phil is this getting over with no no it was the fucking dumpster fight Oh, no, I remember. Yeah. Well yeah, the, the turkey leg made me laugh and you're like well, No,
1: maybe not. It might have been money in the bank. Yeah, it was money it in the money bank. It might have been money in the bank, the cinematic. But is this getting over
0: with you? Yeah. And there was a few points where it almost well, when Paul Heyman showed up.
1: So this match, um we're stabbing each other in the head now with forks and spreading monkeypox into Vegas because Abdullah why not? the Butcher would be proud. Apparently, the COVID cruise in Sturgis wasn't enough for Jericho. He's got to spread monkeypox through Vegas. So, <laughs> congratulations, Chris. You're just an innovator and a wizard now. God, that was dumb. You know what would have um, actually made sense
0: if he called himself the magician?
1: So we're doing this stabbing of the head and then um oh,
0: hang on. We, we we got a comment
1: here. Oh yeah, thanks Stan Ten man for saying Phil Phil Okay, Chris Street
0: Jericho 2024. 20, I mean.
1: That. Um so yeah, this this goes on well, for he a me while. With the
0: primaries with this Judas elbow. You got
1: you've got 10 guys all wearing like white. Like only John Moxley's wearing black.
0: It was so any blood would show up more so. But it was just it looked like in a evangelical fucking
1: brawl to the death broke out in a tent somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. This was stupid. Like, everybody's wearing white. You can't even tell who's... Who. Like, the guys on Jericho's squad, you can't tell who's who at this point. They're bleeding all over each other. Nobody gives a shit about most of these guys anyway. Uh, then you get the the dual splash off the ladder through tables by... Uh,
0: the the poor man's Usos. There you go. They, they timed Kirkland that well. Kirkland brand Usos, if you want. Like
1: Meanwhile, Moxley's in the ring Destroying it. I'm not kidding. That's not hyperbole. And there, destroyed to it
0: to no real purpose other than, "All right, guys, now we really can't work in this ring. Thank God."
1: Yeah, now that we've gotten these pesky ropes out of the way, we can get down to the real wrestling, where, where we crotch each other with the rope it's and no stumble over it the rest of the match. It was so, so he takes the top rope out and then it just lays there while they bleed in the ring for the rest of and the. Then they keep show.
0: smacking each other with it, sort of. Maybe then,
1: then Kingston comes out from nowhere from the ramp carrying a gasoline can, and Jr. says, "What looks like a can of gasoline?" Well, it's probably because it's a can of gasoline. Jr. He comes into the ring and dumps it on Daniel or Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. Mind you, Brian
0: Danielson's on his team. But he jumps on both of them. And then he and Brian Danielson start fighting. Well, shockingly, Brian Danielson took a little umbrage to the idea of being set on fire. I don't know why. I mean, you know, come sacrifice on. Sacrifice take... for the greater good. Yeah, sacrifice for the team, man. Jesus. When yeah, Eddie Kingston comes out looking like
1: an idiot, like a
0: car wreck reject of a Michael Myers fucking wannabe. Sick. Like, Oh, wait, we forgot one of my favorite spots,
1: Phil. when they tried to recreate WrestleMania with Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. Fucking Moxley and Jericho got on a rascal. Uh, uh, after Jericho put on a pair of glasses that he used to stab Moxley in the eye twice, even though he could see fine. No, Tony, don't. Lost the oh, lens. God. Had one lens. Oh, that's hilarious. And so then he puts them on because he's Chris Jericho and he's so wacky. And then they got on the rascal scooter and tried to drive away, but he couldn't restart it. So Moxley gets on and chokes him a little bit, and they're gonna drive away on the rascal just like
0: WrestleMania when Kevin Owens. But they couldn't figure start. out how to run like the fucking rascal. Chick, uh, you even saw Chris Jericho try to get started, wouldn't work. Now, Tony, my favorite part of the match, actually. Wow. Oh, damn it. Filled KoE for Mayor of Tupelo and its concession stand. Oh, no. delete, delete, delete. This was terrible. No, my favorite part point of the match is Chris Jericho actually made history. Special wrestling history. You're this right. Match.
1: He did. He
0: was the first person in wrestling history to put someone through a table with a submission. Any idiot with an ounce of integrity or two of eyes pot. could see that. Like when I saw what he was going to do, I said, "Tony, that table's going to break under their weight." You're and looking then, at sh- two fully grown men get on a table and stand on
1: it in the and center. You see
0: it, Bo. And shockingly, it broke away.
1: Yeah, as soon as he got the walls of Jericho kind of locked in, it well the legs just gave out and it fell flat. So at least it didn't kill John Moxley like it could have if it snapped in the center. I guess we're looking at the positives here. So then, yeah, Brian Danielson uh, again. We're back in the ring after we're trying to light each other on fire now for no fucking reason. Uh, Brian Danielson does the only actual wrestling work of this match or tries to with Hager and Jericho be against every ounce of energy in Chris Jericho's body that says, no, we will not do professional wrestling. Brian Danielson manages to have some professional wrestling in this match. Almost gets the win, but doesn't as,
0: like, as I say, like more like a random act of professional wrestling broke out during this match from Brian Danielson.
1: Ricky Stark showboating while walking on the ropes was so fucking. Fun. Starks is amazing. Starks is fucking amazing. I agree 100%. We're getting there next. So, yeah, this was bad. Uh, Jericho and his horrible faction 2.0 get the win. I don't care. Uh, Brian Judaism, Danielson passes Judaism, out.
0: Judas in my mind. I
1: hated this match. I hated this match. Uh, yeah, one, the ending sucked. One and a half. And I give it a half because, of, no, you know what? I'll give it two. I'll give it two. One for everybody else and one point for Brian Danielson for trying to have a match. And the ending was terrible. And the middle was terrible. And the beginning was terrible. The only thing that was good was that little snippet in there where Brian Danielson actually got to wrestle. You should let him do that more. You should just let him wrestle and be a very good wrestler at very good wrestling matches. Not put him in these stupid factions and stupid blood feuds that aren't really blood feuds.
0: Hey, hey, T. What's that? Check check that out over there. I need you to go look. Just go 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 look at something over there. Three
1: and a half. Uh, All right, all right.
0: Come on back.
1: Quite literally, fuck you. (laughs) Moving along because I'm done talking about this awful thing. Let's talk about yeah, the trios tag match. Um, Nothing shocking here. Keith Lee was almost a non-factor for me uh, in this one um Swerve... wait, wait wait
0: you mean Keith Bearcat Lee so yeah
1: Lee was hardly a factor in this thing uh, in my opinion bearcat. uh Swerve actually impressed me a lot more than I thought he would I'm kind of over the Lucha Express as a whole just meh I'm just not a huge fan uh I love yes, Jim loop. Cornette is going to have a field that, yeah, oh God, it's going to be beautiful. Nothing could excite me more than listening to Jim absolutely tear that thing apart here in a couple of days. Tupelo
0: concession stand. It's kind of like Cosplay, a-
1: Cosplay re- Tupelo concession Well, yeah, it's,
0: stand. A, it's a remake, kind of like they remake the Transformers and shit.
1: Like, it's- so yeah, again, but I, and that was the thing. I, I wanted to get into this match more because I love
0: like I love
1: Starks and Hobbs. I really, really wish they got the belts put on them here. I they just Starks and Hutch. Fuck off with your three and a half in the last match. So Hobbs and Starks are amazing. Hobbs has a ton of potential. Looks like a million bucks, and Starks is so damn good with his work, his character. It's so good. Uh, Jungle Boy has almost no real
0: like character or facials good in-ring worker luchasaurus well i mean tarzan he's there tarzan didn't have a lot of personality either because he's from a jungle tony and he's jungle boy phil the boy of the jungle phil yeah fuck you
1: <laughs> i really wish they pulled the trigger on Starks and Hobbs. i really do i think they should be the next tag champs fuck it, these guys are great and if you're not going to do that do something with them as singles because they need to be Utilize You you put, you put fucking 2.0 on Garcia on the TV every week, and you. I don't need to see them, especially after the last match. Put Hobbs and Starks out there and let them do stuff, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, Lucha Express gets the retain here, as we expected. It's time to end this. Like, put the belt on somebody else. I'm ready for
0: it. Is it going to be the Hardys? Maybe. I do think the Hardys should eventually become tag champs because j- kind of like we'll get to – what happened later, uh, it gives some legitimacy.
1: Starks is so damn good, he has it, but I don't think AEW sees him as a main attraction. I think you're right. I don't think he's quite there in the eyes of Tony Khan yet. Uh, I was but,
0: about to say, I don't think most fans see him as a main attraction yet. I like,
1: think he could be, though. You,
0: you need to treat him just right for about three months, and yeah, he could.
1: If you do see MJF leave, if that happens, like you're going to have to fill the gap of like charismatic heels with somebody – Starks is one of those guys. Uh, Guevara could be one of those guys. But, yeah, uh, Starks is amazing. I love Starks. Agree 100% with David here. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of over the Lucha Express. So, I, I could not get into this after the last match. I, three.
0: Again, Three. I can't disagree with what you anything you said there. I know we disagreed on the previous match, but this yeah, one I
1: you were wrong. That's fine.
0: Hey, I'm a sucker for two concession brawls. <sighs> god.
1: Finally, the main event. Oh my god. So
0: there's a little Jim Cornette call out. I'm I'm a little disappointed,
1: I'll be honest, with the main event. Um I don't know what it was page was off a little bit Punk
0: almost blew his knee out trying to do a cm punk
1: was a little off himself um these guys didn't, a little these guys didn't mesh well in certain areas like some well, yeah fine but they told
0: the story they told the right story except for the fact that the build for this was really off page doesn't mesh well with any wwe guy i've noticed
1: yeah no that's true that is true like he's he's kind of used to his elite crowd and if you don't follow that kind of like he can have great matches
0: with like kenny omega yeah with the bucks he can have great matches with them but if it's a wwe guy i'd notice he kind of has a problem and he's one of those guys i wonder like i definitely think if he went to wwe he'd just be lost in the crowd oh yeah like him and dolph ziggler would be a tag team yeah and like yeah it'd be a great tag team but just be like, all right, go out there and job to these guys, then job to them, and then job to them. The build for this was just really
1: not there. Like they they were trying to tell I, I don't know. It's like they could have they almost needed another like three to four weeks to tell the build to this. And they the go home was just not there for me. So I wasn't super hyped for this, but
0: I'm like it's punk. It's well, the Tony, champ. you Come have on. to have a pay-per-view on Memorial Weekend.
1: You don't, you don't have to do that. You could have done it last week. I, it, come on. Jesus. So, yeah, uh, this was this was all right. This was a good match, though. I enjoyed this. Punk was off. He damn near blew out his knees. They were trying to hit each other's finish, get the big win. Uh, the battle with it, like, the crowd was conflicted. They didn't know who was supposed to be the heel, who was supposed to fi- be the face. And guess what? I don't think either Punk or Paige did either. So they just kind of winged it, and whoever is, is. So, ultimately... I thought they were going to go the other way. I thought the crowd was going to turn on Punk because that's kind of where they were leaning. And then Paige kind of went cocky towards the end and lifted the belt. and No, oh, you'll never get this. And they're like, oh, okay. No, he is the heel. I guess I guess now we'll boo him. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. I, I guess. Know. So then he has the moral dilemma. The ref gets knocked out. Do I hit him with the belt? No. Oh, fuck it. I went and This took forever. No, I won't do it. No, it was not even more close as good as Piper and Brett. Punk gets the counter. They were
0: trying to do they that, tried. weren't they?
1: They tried, like hell. Adam.
0: Uh, but the thing is, like Adam Page doesn't have that connection with the audience. That when Piper looked around and he had that moment of these were my fans. Yeah. These are, you used to cheer me. Where have I gone wrong? None of that happened, and that's that moment, that beautiful moment, in that Piper versus Bret Hart encounter. Yeah. Is what really made that, and that was a passing of the torch moment. But in this one, it, was, it doesn't it was work taking because taking the torch back, yeah, it's got the, the, the old timers like <laughs> yeah. now take that torch back, young yeah. young, and I think I Gri- like
1: grizzled vet punk. And I, I will give Hangman, he did hit that beautiful combination. Uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't a Death Valley driver, but then he flipped back over and nailed the buckshot or the the dead eye. That was a good spot before the ref went down, and then. Punk does get the final counter. Hits the go to sleep. One, two, three. New champion. Grizzled veteran CM Punk. And yeah, I'm glad they didn't put it on him right away. I'm glad he had to I'm glad he had to fight for it. I'm glad he had to take his time getting there. We could have done without the Eddie Kingston uh program. <laughs> I didn't Punk. hate that. So anyway. I did. You hate everything Eddie Kingston does, but anyway, this this worked so does everyone the but Eddie Kingston. This worked to the point where they were trying to tell a specific story, and it didn't land exactly how they wanted it to, but it did get the belt off a of page, and almost right as the crowd was like, "Okay, fine, fuck it, we'll get behind him." That's when they pulled the belt off of it, like they were caving. The crowd was like, "Okay, we're tapping out, we'll get behind him," because this has been largely disappointing. Now he's delivering that promo. Now he's losing the belt, but they're putting it on Punk. It's legitimizing the belt tenfold. You've now got a who's who that you have had in your company, except Daniel Bryan. They had every fucking chance to put it on him. Punk, Omega, Jericho. Yeah, and to a lesser degree, in my opinion. Moxley and Page uh Loki was waiting for kenny to come out after
0: yeah isn't he recovering from an injury still
1: kind of banged up and they're not really being honest about how long that timetable is going to be i think they're just trying to stretch for time at this point but i think yeah you're going to see punk at omega for sure if if he's able to come back this year uh Seeing highlights on Twitter. Thank you both for giving. Excellent. Exactly. Like,
0: well, that's what I you mean, come here this for. analysis is really the best analysis. Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast on YouTube is the only place for your wrestling analysis to be It is. It's frank. the best. I mean, it, there's none that are better. Uh, there's a few. Like, there's that Like what uh, that what culture. They're pretty good. They, they eh. got it. They do all right for themselves. I mean, there's no Revolutionary Wrestling podcasts. Clearly. But, but so, yeah. They Cia don't drink bourbon straight. So... We've got Roman Reigns as the undisputed champion in WWE. Yep. We got CM Punk as the champ in. Now, it's kind of weird that Roman Reigns wouldn't be where he is today if it wasn't for CM Punk.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Which is very ironic. So, this industry, it goes around. But, yes, you got Punk and Roman as the top guys. Because let's be frank anybody and their mother thinks oh match between hangman page and roman yeah how many spears like maybe two spears and roman wins <laughs> but cm punk roman in the fans minds I we guess- already did yeah we we did you'll have to go back to the beginning of yeah. the video to see yes. uh we we did something very special for you chicken don't worry
1: don't I guess worry. i can play his video oh i didn't have time. To- like the pay-per-view ran so fucking long, almost five straight hours. I didn't have time to upload the video that he sent in, so I'm just going to play it here, and you're going to have to deal with it. Gentlemen, I, uh, yeah, hold it off. Nope. Oh, sorry. Well, hey. ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, yeah,
0: Hold it off. Once again, oh, God. you're revolutionary wrestling podcast champion hey what
1: do you have to say okay well yes we acknowledge you congratulations new champ and we'll see you next weekend for hell in a cell where you'll lose it back to me tony g
0: well yeah you already admitted that earlier when we gave the belt to you so don't worry about it exactly so
1: Ultimately, I guess, where do I see things heading in AEW from here on out? A, I hope they break up the Blackpool Combat Club, even though I know they won't, because Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson needs to be doing singles work. My God, he's so <clears throat> uh The tag champs, they're going to be losing their belts pretty quickly. I, I think we're kind of on something here with the Hardys. Probably, just to give them one more notch on their belt before they do finally hang it up. I think that makes the most sense. And since FTR is not on the fucking show, God forbid putting the best tag team in wrestling on the fucking pay-per-view, but whatever. Uh, Punk with the world title now. Yep. Who's next for Punk?
0: Goodness gracious. Um, They already did MJF. Yeah. Sting. That's amazing. Oh, God. Now, unfortunately, Tony, like in keeping with the trend that Tony Khan's going to do with uh, really promoting the young up-and-comers, the World Championship we're going to put on CM Punk. The tag team titles we're going to put on the Hardy Boys. Uh, the TNT title we're eventually going to put on Sting. Uh, the TBS title we're going to have Miss Texas come out of <laughs> retirement. And she's going to come take it off of Jade Cargill and the women's championship. Maybe that up and comer, Mickey James will come over from NWA. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be the future of the company.
1: So what I want to see. Ultimately, I'm
0: not wrong. am I I, I think you're
1: going to see Chris Statlander probably in the women's title mix. She might even win the damn thing. Uh, TBS title. I don't, I don't even think they have any fucking plans to take it off. Jade. I think that was more of a, prop for Jade at this point. Uh, the tag titles, yeah, I think they're going to probably be on the Hardys before the end of the year. Um, I think with the TNT title, they can pretty much do whatever. Fuck, Sammy Guevara is probably going to have the thing again here before too long. Or, or maybe a Wardlow. Like, I could see Wardlow taking the belt pretty soon. Uh, world title? Ric Flair when he comes out of retirement. You're not you're, At first, you're going to think I'm crazy, and then you're going to like God damn it, it makes sense. Who's going to challenge CM Punk? Rick Flair Chris Jericho
0: <sighs> Yeah that's the first obvious match because he can now, beat Jericho and he'll be fine Now Punk if you have creative control you need to insist that he drops the nickname the wizard before this <laughs> Oh match. he'll
1: have three more by the time this match finally That's fine
0: players. but he can't have that one Yeah like okay
1: like I guess I guess the most the thing I'm I'm most intrigued by is like this is heading into the forbidden door pay-per-view uh, let me look real quick I don't know what they have in terms of matches announced but uh, yeah this does this does change things in terms of that because uh, I actually do not know off the top of my head I should know I just saw it I swear to God who is the world champion? Of NJ. It's, uh, God. Let's see. Who is the current? It is Okada, All according right. to this. So if you have Okada versus Punk.
0: Like, oh. I don't New, hate that. New Japan is one of those places that does long title reigns right. Yeah, I agree. American audiences just don't take to that, honestly. American audiences want. N- they want the fresh, the new, the now to have the title as quickly as possible. So that's why in WCW, during their last year, they had 11 different champions in the last year. What is that? Well, this is Phil KOE. <laughs> um, you can find me at KOE Nation on YouTube, TikTok, yes. and Twitch. That is Tony G. You can find him at Tony the Rod 2 on TikTok, as well as right here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. That you can um, this is my certificate of Scottish lordship. Um, I'm an actual lord of the Scottish Highlands. That is a bison. And this was bourbon. And that is a portrait of Godzilla. My daughter painted me. God. So there you go. I think we're up to speed. Very good. That's a microphone.
1: It, this is a laptop. That's whiskey. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we are, we've got that to come up. Uh, sorry, I can't understand completely. Understandable. We'll watch it back. Pick out the parts you like. How about that? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you stopping in. Uh, I guess last but not least, yeah, I guess I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the AWNGPW show, but, you know, we do have something coming up before that, and that's next weekend. It's Hell in a Cell, where Chicken will ultimately lose his newly found Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast Championship. And we're getting Turkish folks. Thank you well, for joining right there. us.
0: God bless all the way from Indeed. Turkey. Uh, here us Yanks here stateside. Uh, God bless you. Glad for you to be here, here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. Also, be sure to subscribe to KOE Nation on YouTube. Also, uh, check out Big Bucket Empire on YouTube. But, you know, T, I think we're getting at that time.
1: Yeah. First and foremost, join us back here next weekend for WWE
0: Hell, Hell in, a, in, in a Cell. cell. It's going to be amazing. Now, hopefully. folks, as I'm known to say around here, all that being said, thank you for joining us here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast for our review of Double or Nothing. I am your King of Extreme, Phil KOE, the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that makes the other podcast cower, the prince and potentate of the political parlance, the lord of the Scottish Highlands, and one damn handsome man, if I do say so myself. You can find me at KOE Nation on YouTube. KOE Nation on TikTok, KOE Nation on Twitch. That's K as in King. O is in, oh my God, you can find KOE Nation on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch? E as in extremely happy to know you can find KOE Nation on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch. I'm very on brand here. So folks, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and Spotify. And I cannot wait to find you back here happy, healthy, much the wiser. What? Where does this energy come from? It comes from being the king of extreme. And it comes from living your life to the extreme. And, folks, I hope every last one of you makes it back here happy, healthy, much the wiser. Tony, take it away.
1: I'll just simply say, please like, share, and subscribe to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast on YouTube specifically, so you can be here with us next Sunday to watch the recap, review, results, and ratings for WWE Hell in a Cell. And join us the week before so you can see our predictions. And you can see me, Tony G, Tony the Rod 2.0, on TikTok, on my way to becoming a 13 time champion. And it starts next week. On the road to WWE Hell in a Cell. We will see you next time. Like, share, subscribe. Please do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And see if it just smooths itself out.
0: Tell you what I'll do. If I ever get back. I promise to refabricate you. Raging rivers of gold that's what the brochure advertised and now we're lost, we gotta take it down let you get slow it's hard to survive